Doctors found over 50 batteries inside a woman's belly. A North Dakota woman is charged for bringing a raccoon into a bar. And another university student has suspended for urinating on some furniture. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian with COVID. A woman swallowed 50 batteries. Doctors in Ireland removed 50 batteries from a woman's stomach after she swallowed them in an apparent act of deliberate self-harm. The woman is 66 years old. She was treated at St. Vincent's University Hospital in Dublin after ingesting an initially unknown number of batteries, according to the report. An x-ray eventually revealed a multitude of batteries in her abdomen, 50 to be exact. Uh, Thankfully, none of them appeared to be obstructing her gastrointestinal tract, and no batteries showed signs of structural damage, which of course can be a concern if they start leaking inside your gut. The treatment team at the hospital initially took a conservative wait-and-see approach. They decided to observe the patient closely to see if and how many batteries would pass through the GI tract on their own. I love how they just like decided to leave them in there for a while. Ah, now nah, we're going to see what happens. Meanwhile, eat these prunes, lady. Just keep eating the prunes, lady. Uh, there was a one-week waiting period. She passed only five batteries, unfortunately. X-rays taken over the following three weeks showed that the vast majority of the batteries had failed to continue progressing through her body. Yeah. Who would expect that to happen? I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I'll tell you right now, these batteries aren't passing through. <laughs> Wait and see. <laughs> Come on now. It says, uh, after a few weeks, the patient was experiencing abdominal pain. So something had to be done. Yeah, of course. She's got a, a gut full of batteries, bro. What are you waiting and seeing for? <laughs> Goodness gracious. The doctor's in Ireland. Come on. I'll tell you right now, I don't want to be treated in Ireland for a gunshot wound. Doctors would be like, you know, we're going to play the wait and see game and perhaps this bullet will just continually pass through your body and maybe exit on its own. Says here, the lady eventually underwent a laparotomy in which surgeons make an incision to access the abdominal cavity. They found that the stomach pulled down by the weight of the batteries had become distended and stretched into the area above the pubic bone. The team cut a small hole in the stomach and removed 46 batteries from the organ. These included both AA and AAA batteries. This is very odd to swallow this many batteries. This is very concerning. Clearly, she's trying to you know, take her own life. This is a very weird way to do it as well. It says here, four additional batteries stuck in her colon were milked into the rectum and removed through the anus. This brought the total number of ingested batteries to 55 total. A final x-ray scan confirmed that the woman's GI tract was officially battery-free and she went on to have an uneventful recovery. There's a quote from one of the doctors in the case report, and it says, Well, to the best of our knowledge, this case represents the highest reported number of batteries ingested at a single point in time, as far as we're aware. Damn, that was a pretty good Irish accent for being so sick. I'm going to pat myself on the back for that. Good job, buddy. Most cases of battery ingestion, it says here, published in medical journals, describe instances in which a child is swallowed 
batteries, usually the small button-style batteries. The deliberate ingestion of multiple large AA batteries as a form of deliberate self-harm is an unusual presentation, according to the doctor's report. I admit, when I first saw the title of this story, I wasn't thinking suicide. I was thinking, you ever see that show My Strange Addiction, where people have these compulsory, oftentimes eating disorders? I recall someone that couldn't stop eating couch cushions, and another person couldn't stop eating small stones. It's a very odd show, and highlights a very dysfunctional culture that we kind of live in. Anyways, guys, how are you? A North Dakota woman is charged after bringing a raccoon into a bar. In her defense, there's not a lot of single men in North Dakota. I mean, sometimes you got to take the raccoon to the bar with you, you know? There's <laughs> not, not a lot of people in North Dakota in general. You might find yourself trying to, to date some of the local wildlife, you know? I'm not judging her. I'm not judging her at all. Apparently, this took place in a city called Maddock, North Dakota. A lady who brought a wild raccoon into a bar which prompted state health officials to issue a warning about potential rabies exposure, is facing some criminal charges. They're going to charge her? Come on, man, just fine her. Give her a warning. Come on. Her name is Erin Christensen, age 38. She's charged with misdemeanor counts of providing false information to law enforcement. False information? What about the raccoon? (laughs) She actually said it was her boyfriend. No, this is my boyfriend. We think that's false information, lady. No, this is my boyfriend. You want to see photos of us in Cancun? Says here she's also being charged with tampering with physical evidence and unlawful possession of fur bearers. Unlawful possession of fur bearers? <laughs> what the hell is a fur bearer? I guess that's the raccoon. Christensen was arrested after authorities found her in the raccoon by serving several search warrants in and around Maddock. Christensen said her family found the raccoon on the side of a road about three months ago and named it Rocky, naturally. Rocky Raccoon, not a very original name for a raccoon, but okay. She said they were nursing the animal back to health with plans to release it back into the wild. Yeah, well, maybe perhaps part of the plan of nursing Rocky back to health is taking him to, you know, the football game at the bar on Sunday. That might make Rocky feel good. All right, we have laws, though. Apparently it's illegal under the North Dakota Board of Animal Health laws to keep a wild raccoon. Authorities euthanized the animal, and it tested negative for rabies. Why don't you test it for rabies first before you euthanize the damn thing, man? What's wrong with you? I think you're backwards with that. You test it, and then if it's good, you release it into the wild. Seems like an unnecessary euthanization of this poor Rocky the raccoon who's just trying to have a couple Guinnesses on a weekend. And we have some details about the bar situation. Christensen took Rocky to the Matic bar on September 6th during happy hour and showed the raccoon to customers. Bartender Cindy Smith said the animal never bit anyone at the bar. <laughs> I, love, uh, I love that's their defense of the... Well, it never bit anybody. I don't see the big deal. Let the raccoons in here. We, we, I'll let a black bear into the bar as long as it doesn't bite anybody or claw anybody. We're a peaceful bar. Nevertheless, North Dakota's Health and Human Services Department issued a warning asking anyone who may have been bitten or had contact with the raccoon's saliva to seek some medical care. Well, didn't you just say that you tested the animal for rabies and it came back negative? So 
What's with the warning all of a sudden? Sounds like they just have something against this Rocky the raccoon. I don't know why. Seems like just a pleasant animal trying to join the dark tournament at the local pub. I don't see any issues here. And poor Christensen, you know, it's a lonely woman in North Dakota. She's, you know, the winter's nigh. She's got no man to keep her warm. She's thinking maybe Rocky the raccoon will do it for her, you know? And who are we to judge? We don't judge. Not on Weird AF News, we don't. Well, yeah, sometimes I judge. A major university suspended a student for urinating on a roommate's chair. Stellenbosch University. I had to look this up. It is a um, research university situated in Stellenbosch, which is a town in the western Cape province of South Africa. Stellenbosch University suspended a student who urinated on his roommate's chair at the men's residence. Uh, This is the second urination scandal to hit the university this year. My goodness. Urination scandals abound at Stellenbosch University. This is the first I've heard of it. The urination scandals. We have a professor in the story, Duresh Ramjuganath. Duresh Ramjuganath. Duresh Ramjuganath. God damn it. I'm going to skip it. Uh, This is the university's deputy vice chancellor of learning and teaching. Yes, the vice chancellor of your learning and teaching. Probably speaks like this. Uh, The professor confirmed the incident. I've confirmed the urination on the chair. Yes, I have. We've confirmed, we've tested the chair for urine. It's definitely urine. We smelled it, we tasted it, we did what we had to. It's definitely urine. These urination scandals are continuing to hit the university. Not pleased, not pleased. We have pending investigations, there will be a suspension. Says here the student is believed to be a white student that peed on the chair. And the victim, the roommate, is a student of color. Oh, perhaps this is racially motivated then? What do you think? Let's keep reading. He was also believed to have been drunk at the time of the incident. Ah, probably not really racially motivated then. It's just a drunk college student being stupid. I peed in some horrible places when I was a drunk college student as well, including on my own clothes than when they were on the floor. Yeah, I thought my bookcase was the toilet one night. Peed on my pants. Peed on my girlfriend's pants at the time. Uh, that's when she said, I think you have a drinking problem. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? My... You know, if you look at it in low light, my bookcase does look like a toilet. Yeah, I'm going to say this was not done purposefully. I mean, I don't think you pee on furniture in your own living quarters if you're like if you know what you're doing. This is just totally out of his mind blackout drunk. That's what I think's going on here. Um the incident involved an intoxicated student that says you're urinating on the chair of the roommate. The implicated student is suspended from the residence, blah, 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 blah. Okay, anything else? The Office of Student Discipline will probe the case in accordance to the new student disciplinary code. They probably had to write a new disciplinary code because everyone's peeing on everything. There's now what's called urination bylaws. <laughs> you know, Section 24, bylaw number 77. Uh, this covers the urination on furniture and... Uh, we're working on more bylaws covering the urination on people's uh, persons, on the body of someone else, on plants as well, and on meals. Well, this story's really going off the rails here, guys. Sorry. I'm running a very high fever, and I'm in a very hot closet. <laughs> it's not really doing me any good. Okay, so we have the same university made headlines in May when one student was filmed 
breaking into a fellow student's room and urinating on his books and laptop. The incident sparked public outcry and protests by uh, black students who accused the management of racism. Oh, okay, so it was it involved another student of color. Wow. Maybe that is what's going on over here. Jeez. Oh, well, then maybe I was wrong, and maybe this problem runs a little bit deeper than some, you know, teenage binge-drinking shenanigans. You know, if I just had one wish, it might be for better airflow in this closet, but no, probably not. I'm going to wish for, I would wish for everyone to get along, man, regardless of skin color or sexual orientation or gender identity or whatever the hell. I mean, I feel like we're not getting anywhere in any of these departments and we should be. How sad is that? We're just going backwards in time. We're becoming more and more infantile, and I just wish we could get our shit together. Before I die, I would love to see a day when there's just so much more brotherly love, sisterly love, whatever you want to call it. Love, humanity love, and love for raccoons too. Yay! Hello, uh, my fellow weirdos and loyal listeners of the show. Thank you for spending some time with my podcast today. appreciate that. Also, thank you for everyone. Uh, thank you to everyone who reached out to me to check on my health. I am feeling like total dog crap still. It's very unfortunate. Um, yeah, this is what I get. <laughs> I, I turned down a booster, and here we go. <laughs> like, anyways, yeah, this thing's kicking my ass, but I'm plowing through. Um, I want to give some love and, and a big thanks to Dave and Sharon who bought me coffees off my website, weirdafnews.com. You can buy me coffee and you can write a little message. And they wrote a very lovely message. Uh, Dave and Sharon wrote, feel free to buy weed, NyQuil, whatever the F makes you feel better, Jonesy. And thank you very much. I appreciate that. And I did buy some DayQuil. So big shout out to Dave and Sharon for that. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, yeah, health-wise, uh, no bueno, no bueno, but uh, hopefully tomorrow maybe we'll be doing okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> just, gonna, just trying to get through it now. Just a lot of sweating, guys. A lot of sweating and uh, uh, hallucinating, really. If you A lot of hallucinating. This is a cheap way to hallucinate. You don't need to buy acid or, at all. Just get, just, just get the Rona, bro. <laughs> You'll be seeing dragons. <laughs> like, highly feverish. Uh, anyways, we're plowing through with the podcast, and thank you for bearing bearing with me. I know these aren't the best quality episodes this week, and I missed a day as well, and I'm not too happy about that, because I never miss days. So I, I appreciate you bearing with me, guys. Thank you so much for that. Um, if you would like to reach out to me, my number is 646-450-2012. I should say the number for the show. And my email is funnyjones at gmail.com. If you'd like to buy me coffee, support um, just go to weirdafnews.com and click on the buy me a coffee banner. Pretty cool. All right. Now, um, you take care of yourself now, okay? Be careful out there. Uh, and, uh, you know, don't talk to strangers and, uh, have all your narcotics tested before you take them. Okay. These are my tips.